episodes of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app.
Yeah, we just heard two songs by my guests that I'm really excited to have here today on Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn, Spud Cannon. Those two songs were from their brand new record, Squeeze, just dropped late last month. This is a new fucking record, guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, this, damn, we can curse. Yeah, this is the internet. <laughs> nice. This wow. is internet radio, so <laughs> oh, you, can, you, can, you can do it if you would like, man. This is a, this is a whole new world, Lawless. a new enchanted, you know, whatever. But, but yeah. it's, uh, it's great to have you guys. That was, uh, we heard Tag, which is one of your, the singles, I think, right? Uh, kind of? Mm. Didn't really have, have any, any singles? singles on this one. We just kind of unloaded it it's, on the public. It, <laughs> it's a, it sounds like a single, and yeah. then a great cover of Funky Town. Tell me, how'd you guys decide to cover Funky Town? Uh, this actually, this actually is a funny story. I was um, I was studying abroad in London, um, and basically not really doing much studying because the professors went on strike for the whole time. But I was sitting in my one friend's flat, and one of my friends sent me this picture of this record that he found in the Vassar College radio station, and he said, 80s Vassar punk band. And I looked up this 80s Vassar punk band called Agit Pop, and they super obscure, and they had a cover of Funky Town. In this punky manner, where they sped up during the chorus. So I'm kind of admitting now that we're not as ingenious as we might seem. But we were sitting there in this flat going, oh my God, like, whoa, this is ripping. So that's actually a really cool story, though, because you guys, just to, to backpedal a little bit away from Squeeze, you guys are all still students at Vassar College in Poughkeepsie, New York. Tell me how you guys all came together and decided to start playing music. Were you in different bands on campus, or did you know each other as musicians? What's the story? We knew each other not at all. Yeah, we were yeah. we were perfect strangers. It was um, to start it off, and then we go through our respective parts. But basically, I was coming into my sophomore year, and I was really looking to start a band because I had spent the summer... Um, assisting a guy named Jason Hill, who right now he's he's um, been kind of busy scoring that Netflix show Mindhunters, but he does he doesn't really score stuff. His uh, his main gig was in the 2000s. He was in that band called Louis the Fourteenth. Nice. Um, who totally ripped in my opinion, and I was a big fan of his. And he got me all jazzed to like start a band. Um, so then I came back. Uh, and I didn't know really what I wanted to do, but I saw this kid who had hair down his shoulders and he'd wear aviators on indoors. Um, <laughs> and he had a Pink Floyd t-shirt and I went up to him in the dining hall, not knowing it to him. And I literally said, Hey, do you play the drums or do you just dress like you play the drums? Oh. And he was pretty annoyed. He was pissed. <laughs> he gave me this look where he was like, what? And I was like, no, do you actually play the drums? And he was like, yeah, I actually... I play the drum, so I said, we're jamming tomorrow. And then, you know, we jammed, and he ripped into uh, Led Zeppelin, like, rock and roll. And I knew from that moment that there was something happening. And then... And then um, I saw this poster that was put up that was just a blank sheet of paper that said on it in, like, minimal, all-caps text, <laughs> bass player wanted, and it had a phone number on it. So I texted the number, and it was this weirdo over here. Yeah. So I came and I started um, playing with him. And funny thing is, I actually did not play electric bass at all. I've, Stand up? Yeah, I was a classically Ooh. trained. I was in the orchestra. Um, 
And I've been playing since I was 10, and I was like, you know what? It's time to be in a band because it was really fun. It's so. time to be a rock and roller, right? Exactly. No. So Good. I got a bass guitar for this very she, band. She was the first person to text me uh, from the Flyers, actually. And oh, and wow. I look, I remember looking her name up on Facebook and said she was from London. I was like, ah, oh, that's good enough. You know, like, <laughs> English, though, that's you know, cool. So cool. No, but I remember when I was putting up flyers, I had that school of rock Jack Black moment where like he gets laughed at and he's putting up posters. Like I was putting up these posters all over school and a couple kids in front of me who didn't realize that I was the one putting up the posters, they were like, huh bass player won and like what a loser <laughs> like literally one of them said and I was like man this is like from the movie you know? then that's good great this is wonderful yeah. so then you guys you guys started playing together you're part of the Vassar party scene or whatever that's I felt like that's bullshit right I read that in all the uh at all the write-ups about you but you played like house parties and stuff we yeah, we did play. Well, first of all, also like just to, just around yeah. just around out the story, we stumbled okay, cool. into Meg at a an acapella concert. Acapella concert. I happened to just solo, and it was like one of those things where it was a huge room full of fifty plus people, and you couldn't like hear anything. So just thought she I seemed cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, and I just I had a crush on the first our first um like asshole drummer. Yeah, so I, show, I showed up to practice. He's got that asshole kind, vibe. Kind of, kind of on a whim. He just was to, just to see, and you know the crush didn't last, but I stuck around for the music. The music, the crush on the music. Lasted. Yeah, it was the Those crush are the on real yeah. connections. No, but when we started, I mean, there's not like a house show scene in Vassar, yeah. so I mean that the write-ups on that could be lying. But we did yeah. play parties. We started yeah. out. We started out playing kind of these basement parties, and that was the sole goal of the band. Yeah. Like, we were never, ever, like, even in the beginning, like, never in a million years were we, like, we're ever going to record. Never had any thoughts of that, even in the distant future. We were literally, like, no. We just no. wanted to dance. We yeah, want to party for our friends. Yeah. We just wanted to party with our friends. So tell me, what was the turning point? In 2017, you went to your hometown, Jackson, what Los mm -hmm. Angeles, or yeah. and you recorded your debut e, uh, LP in seven days. Next time, read the fine print. Mm -hmm. Was that kind of what, like, hey, this is kind of a serious thing, or was it still even after that? Or it was kind of before that. It was like our first single because we started wanting to record some of the songs just so that we could listen to it and have a record of what we had created, you know, because the music kind of only existed when we were all together. Or in like shitty voice memos, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the first song we ever put out, which was before that we recorded in New York, was A Screw Fell from His Head. Yeah. We went into a studio to try to make an EP. Uh, didn't come out with really anything except for that one song. Everything else we just didn't because we tried to record it in one day. It was impossible. But um, yeah, we put out that song and then we were like, oh. You know, and then there was one day that I just literally, I think I sent them the crazy idea. I just woke up one day and I was like, why don't everyone just come to LA and like we do it in my basement, which I wanted to attempt. Like I always wanted to like, it was a Mount Everest for me to try to cut my own record, which now I did. I never want to do again. <laughs> um, but yeah. Tell me about that process though. Cause you did have like a time constraint of seven days. Mm -hmm. I read that you wrote two additional songs during that time and you recorded them too. So that must've been four songs. Yeah. I Whoa. think we wrote four songs in two days. Yeah. <laughs> Then you you cut them all and that was that was it. We cut them. Wow, that was that's it. really impressive and it's a great record too. Thank you. So how would you how would you describe that experience? 
Insane. You know what? It was it was a combination of a stress bomb and I think so fun. We had so much fun, and we also shot the music video for Thrum and Them. Oh, that was like so three hours before bef- our flights home to New York. <laughs> like, we were just so close to being late yeah. for our flights. Got there home. at boarding time. Yeah, at boarding nice. time. <laughs> you guys, everything's working out for you guys. Boarding yeah. the flight. Yeah, no. and then also Ben too. Like, yeah, we lucked out so hard finding him this year. Yeah. We were looking for a new drummer, and I just basically stumbled upon him and was like, "Do you happen to play the drums?" Yeah, she didn't. She didn't even introduce herself. The first word she spoke to me was like, "Do you play drums?" And I was like, "Excuse me." And now we got. <laughs> now we got Ben. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is a unit right here. Yeah. This is we're feeling good. Feeling That's good, awesome. Tom. And so, you guys also do have a celebrity fan, right, Gary Oldman? The G old man, the, the gold man. How'd that come about? The gold man. Should we just spill the beans now? Or do we keep it? No, he came to one. Yeah, he was at basically this this one off we played in LA when we were recording. Yeah, and he recorded something for you guys. Yeah, he said was a voice memo that he sent (laughs) us. He was not in the home studio. Okay, okay, I'll put it that way. Um, but yeah, we were surprised, and uh, we actually have some other cuts of him doing that. Oh wow! In a more, he went more even out there on other ones, but we wanted people to be like. That's Gary Oldman. Still, no one believes it. Like, I remember there were a couple of reviews who said, like, they used a Gary Oldman movie clip. And I was like, they say the band name and the, the album. album name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how... Also, show me Wait. a movie where Gary <laughs> Oldman says Spud Cannon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we yeah. even have a picture of him in our t shirt. And people mm-hmm. still yeah. don't really. I, yeah. I believe it. <laughs> I, I'm believe a, it. I believe you guys. Yeah. You guys are very trustworthy. Mm-hmm. You want to lie about that? No, never. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's the past, though. Mm-hmm. Now you guys have Ben on board. When did Ben join? Ben's, Ben's like a fresh, a fresh birth. Yeah, you already man. got some promo photos with him, though. Oh yeah, we got to get this boy in. He's a yeah. stud. I recognize yeah. him. He's a stud. Because yeah. um. <laughs> we were worried. We were hot off our tour and like yeah. still really into it, and we definitely wanted to play shows this semester. But we were coming back with like no drummer, yeah. you know. So we were yeah. just kind of hoping that something would come up and we got really lucky so lucky yeah Mm. yeah awesome energy so tell me about squeeze though tell me about this brand new record you guys recorded it partially in la partially upstate new york and beacon you know after our last record we said okay like let's never do something in seven days again and jokes on us because we actually had less time for this one. Um, we had to cut it in L.A. at the end of our tour in two days. Because we basically... We did record a bit in, in uh, Beacon at Beacon AV Lab. We recorded, I think, three or four songs in the spring, which which lightened the load for us um, with Johnny Taylor, who's epic. Um, big shout out. But yeah, we hey man, we wrote it. <laughs> we did essentially the same thing again. Like, we yep. wrote... <laughs> Maybe a few songs while we were in LA just practicing. And then the last two days before we left, we had to record, I think, six songs. Yeah, and we were still finishing like lyrics the day we were recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Shadows Eternity, like the last song changed in the studio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it completely, and we, I, we had kind of written that like the night before. Like that was so not concrete. It kept changing. And I think at 1 a.m. the night before, I was down there and we were like, is this a chorus? You know what I mean? Like yes. <laughs> the record sounds great, though. So you guys may have a winning formula. Yeah, put, it's, lay, put the pressure on. 
It's out of necessity. Yeah. Out of necessity. necessity but you're getting results. Man. Yeah. yeah it's getting results. So it's the way it's got to get done. Yeah. It's the way it's got to get done. And did you guys have these songs written for a while or? Not at all. It was that was the pressure cooker, I think, because we knew that it's one of those things. And I think we continue to get lucky, like knock on wood, because we know we have windows that we have to write songs and you don't know if it's going to come. But for example, like we had one day when we were on tour, which we set aside like it was an off day and we booked some time and like a lockout in New, in New Orleans. And we actually ended up like the first half of the day was really frustrating. We had nothing going for the first hour and I was about to have a stress breakdown. Yeah. And then I went in the voicemail on my phone and like from my London dorm room, I had like some of the chords for tag and like we went back in and then it was like, try this baseline, try this. And man, dude, in an hour, it was like there. It was there and we were like, hey, like, thank God. That's a banger. Hey. Yeah, the yeah. memo was titled Banger of the Century. They're all titled that. All of them. Every last one. This album's chock full <laughs> of... new single. This album's chock full of 10 bangers, mm -hmm. and I definitely want to play some more bangers. We heard Tag and Funky Town at the top of the show. I love. I would love to play February. That's February. a beautiful yes. song. Tell me a little bit about February. Oh, yes. oh. Yeah, we started writing the music a while ago, I would say, and then we kind of revisited it, and it we really loved it, and we thought it was beautiful, and so I wrote the lyrics for it, and it's a tribute to um, this first year who we knew, who was a fan of the band, and a bunch of our songs were in his um, February playlist, so we kind of did a tribute to him. He um, unfortunately took his own life. Oh, I'm sorry to so hear that. we decided it would be a nice way to just honor him. And it is a really beautiful song, so it's one of my favorites on the record. And anything else you guys would like to play specifically from the album? Mm, it's whatever you want, Tom. <laughs> Shadows the... Eternity. Shadows is basically my favorite it's one. I think it's kind of weird, but like. It's, it's a whack. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's play February and Shadows You Turn To. Right. Tell right. me about Shadows You Turn To before we play it, though. Oh, oh Ari wrote the lyrics for this one, too. Yeah, it was kind of, we, we put out um, The Boogeyman as our single, and this was kind of like the foil to The Boogeyman. So it's about like the boogeyman <laughs> again, kind of being friends with the kid or like dancing. I don't know. We're just in a pretty spooky It was definitely mood more experimental. And, uh, that's what we're going yeah. for. So again. is this like a Halloween concept album? <laughs> you know, Honestly? we're definitely listen. Party City hit us up. All right, we're looking to we're looking to get in some of the ads. That's a okay. great. Uh, you know, that's a you know, I don't hear them sponsoring people. Maybe it's time for them to. Like get on board. You with know, Bud it's Cannon. time. It it's face. time that there's something else besides like dead man's bones. Oingo boingo. We're trying to. We're trying to break in the market a little bit. I completely agree. I mean, yeah, I would. <laughs> Business strategies that aren't working for us. So Our far. next album will be um, Hanukkah themed. Yeah. That's, yes. that's Step aside, Adam Sandler. Step aside. No Monopoly anymore, buddy. <laughs> I guarantee you'd get an invite to some Yola Tango Hanukkah shows oh, yeah. to play. Nice. So, yep. you know, and those are good ones. Moving so. on up. Yola Spud Cannon. Yeah. I feel like they'd love you guys. I feel like they'd be, they'd be big fans. All right. Let's play, let's play these songs, February and Shadows You Turn To. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about your record picks. You guys killed it, by the way. Such great ones. I'm just gushing with how awesome they were. But first, 
February and Shadows You Turn To off of Spud Cannon's brand new album, Squeeze. Sit back, relax. We'll be right back.
It's a secret ending, everyone. When's a secret ending going down? There we go. That secret ending was sick. <laughs> Let people hang in, man. But it was good. Because then... Oh, oh, devil. That was the devil oh secret my God. ending. Devil secret. I support that One secret is not ending. But, so you guys heard February and Shadows You Turn To off of Spud Cannon's brand new album, Squeeze. You can get it on Bandcamp via spudcannonband.bandcamp.com. You can also stream it on all streaming platforms, right? Spotify, Apple Music. Title. Title, Jay Z's title, Jay Z okay. plug, Jay Z. Hey, we're we're from New York too, dude. We're, we're all from New York, but now we're transitioning to the second portion of the program where you guys pick some records from our record collection. And we're going to play them, starting off with Jackson, um, the Flesh Tones from uh, Queens, New York, baby. You know what? This is a dangerous segment. Because you've given me a platform to talk about the Flesh Tones. That's good. Which dude. I've been waiting to gnaw someone's ear off recently. All right, so the Flesh Tones, you know, my dad saw these guys like 10 times in the 80s. And he'd always like play me videos and i go, yeah, like whatever. And then like a month and a half ago, I went and saw them. They played at Quinns and Beacon, this tiny place. Like you can fit like 20 people in there. And it was the most like rocking, like unbelievable thing i have seen in forever like they have to be one of the most maybe i'm gonna go out and say it, probably one of the best live acts ever and they just never mustered to put together a really good studio album but nonetheless they're massively underrated so i want to yeah. spread the gospel and i picked flesh tone speed connection one of their two live records it recorded in france so cool. The Gibbous Club in Paris, France. The Gibbous Club. I actually have Speed Connection 2 is the record I have Ooh. at home, which I do like. But yeah, anyways, yes, recorded in France, and I love about it. Maybe not on the track I chose because I like it, but in the rest of it, you can just hear Frenchmen um, just yelling from the crowd. That's great. You know, I love hearing Frenchmen one of One of my favorite exchanges is a Frenchman comes up and said, we came here to get intoxicated. Um, of the of the flesh tones, and uh, I think it's Pete Saremba replies, "We'll work on it, baby." And yeah. they go into the next song. <laughs> but anyways, the song I chose from this is "Stop Fooling Around." That's a great song, great choice. You're a model guest because mm. you just nailed the essence of what you're supposed to do great job jackson ben you're up next with the pixies come on pilgrim you could do it you're gonna do a great job i was just a huge pixies fan ever since like my older cousin showed me doolittle and then uh they're from they're from boston massachusetts so they played at boston calling music festival i forget which year it was i think i was it was maybe like 14 or 15 but uh 
yeah, I was like 14 or 15, and I was just like seeing that show. Like, I remember just going home and like drumming through the record like over and over again. Yeah. Just, just really had a big impression on me. And Come On Pilgrim, the band's first EP. Mm-hmm. Why'd you pick that? Big uh, fan of that record? I am a big fan of that record. You, you also didn't happen to have Doolittle, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I See, the thing is, I do, but I just haven't put it on my Discogs list yet. Sorry. Uh, no, but this. Sorry, but this, dude. No, but this this also has some banging tracks. Like, I think I'm picking Isla de Enchanto. It's what just goes so hard. Yeah, that's they're balling hard on that track. Ben, another. You did it. You did a great <laughs> job, man. Next, we got the B-52s. Oh, Meg. Yeah. All right. Well, so my song is Rock Lobster. Oh, that's such a good <laughs> song. Yeah. It, w- it would be a mistake to not have some B-52s in this room right now. Yeah. Um, we definitely drew on inspiration from them a lot more in the yeah. second album. Um, partially in style, like their like appearance. We wanted a lot more like colorful and experimental, just sort of out there, wacky stuff. And definitely for me... Um, listening to the b-52s and being like okay yeah it can be a little weirder yeah (laughs) i i am a big supporter of that you guys exude fun when i see (laughs) pictures of you guys like this is a fun band that i want to hang out with which is why i invited you on the show nice so we could hang out and And we're having fun yeah we are having fun (laughs) but great selection i'd like to do my fred impression (laughs) in rock lobster We were at the beach. <laughs> Everyone had matching towels. <laughs> you know, you could just do that instead of playing the song. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just sing the song. <laughs> I love the B-52s. I love watching YouTube videos of them oh, from yeah. the 80s So and stuff. good. There's this, so good. There's this one photo of the two. So, so actually, uh, one of them lives in the Beacon, New York, or like Kingston area. Because she shows up every time the feelies play up there. Ah. So maybe you guys will run into her. Or maybe maybe yeah. she'll find out about you guys and be I like, I love does. this band. Maybe she's I'm sure she now. will. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Kate Pearson. It's Kate Pearson uh, that lives up up upstate. What a voice. You guys need to hook up. We do. Kate, I, where, where I can't you make at? that happen. Where you but at, girl? Okay. Maybe I'll just Facebook message Kate, her. We find her there. Have, yeah. So we got yeah. rock we got rock lobster up next, some blondie. Yeah, so I love Blondie's Parallel Lines, so I chose that. Um, I just think the story of it being recorded is really funny because they all kind of hate each other. And I heard this story that Jimmy Destry, the the uh, keyboard player, and I'm a keyboard player, so I can relate. He almost threw his synthesizer at the producer at one point. <laughs> and I've definitely felt that way before. So I can respect that. Um, but yeah, I chose, I'm choosing the track Heart of Glass because it's kind of disco new wave yeah like something that we kind of went for on this album and like our track uh what's it called the lucky ones we definitely Mm -hmm. drew from blondie like kind of like disco new wavy stuff and actually also with heart of glass at the end of our song try for a while we do kind of a riff that sounds a lot like the intro that's awesome yeah i could hear your blondie influence and that's a good it's a good thing Mm. great selection and we're rounding it out with clap your hands say yeah Oh, yeah. This is yeah. just an album that <laughs> yeah. I love personally. And my sister put like some of the songs on an early playlist for me, and I would just listen to the whole album over and over. And the track that I picked, The Skin of My Yellow Country Teeth, has a really cool like synth part, you know, that kind of underlines yeah. it. And just, yeah, basically, you're, I think they use the synth really cool. You're right. You're totally right. Now I can hear it, the synth. 
I never really thought about it, but yeah. it's a beautiful song. It's a really, really good song. Yeah. Well, you guys really did a great job picking records and talking yeah. about them. Kudos. Kudos. A plus. A plus. And now we're going to hear them. Spud Cannon's pick starting out with the Flesh Tones. Stop fooling around live at the Gibbous Club, Paris, France. I love the Flesh Tones. We love the Flesh Tones. <laughs> so we're transporting us to like Paris in 1985. Here we go. Stop fooling around.
nuestro propio animal Canta la gente pa'
All right. From Parallel Lines, Blondie's Heart of Glass. We're running out of time, unfortunately. You guys got to get the sound check for your show at Elsewhere tonight. You're playing with Rips. Great local band, by the way. You know, the bill says it all. Spud Cannon and rips. rips. Dude, you guys should unite in a fury of we are rippers, basically. It's it's a ripping bill. Um, and you're going to rip the, your pants. It's at Elsewhere, Zone 1. You might rip your pants if you're having a good time. And that's okay. And that's okay. Totally and that's okay. okay. I rip my pants sometimes, too. But um, basically, it's the early show, so doors at 6. DJ Silky Smooth opens it up, then rips, then us. I think we hit the stage at 9 p.m. I'm not supposed to say, you know, you know, try to be a nice Around guy for the time. openers, yeah. but, you know, hey, I'm just letting you all know what's real. But anyways, yeah, dude, we're, uh, we're, we're they let us headline elsewhere, so this is like Congratulations. a big deal. Yeah, super excited. It's, it's a weekend. Really you guys are awesome band. Squeeze is a great record. Everyone, you can pick it up via Bandcamp. SpudCaddenBand.bandcamp.com available for streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Title. You guys, thank you so much. Thank Can't wait to hang so out much. again. Thank you so much, Sam. Yeah. Can't wait to hang out oh, again. Man. And now we're ending with their final record pick, The Skin of My Yellow Country Teeth by Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah. 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 Yes. You're, yeah. You're listening to <laughs> Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn. Stop. Thank you we'll see you, you next so. week. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah.